0: Eleven Chinese citizens found to be infected with the H5N2 variation of the avian influenza virus have been placed within a mandatory quarantine. Questions about whether quarantining Zika patients is a good idea.
1: The nurse who returned from treating Ebola patients in Sierra Leone, New Jersey quarantined her in a hospital tent against her will.
0: My name is Uma Kocher-Lakota, and you're listening to In the Books, a podcast about stories of medicine and history. Today, we'll be discussing quarantine. World War I came to a close in 1919, but in the 1920s, the United States faced a new battle, one against sexually transmitted infections, known as venereal diseases. Quarantine wasn't a new concept, and so that's the policy people turned to to contain these venereal diseases. Mrs. Sandy Gardner, history teacher at Kermel High School, helps me explain.
1: Quarantine or response to disease on a societal level for the United States is going to be something that revolves around national security and the security of local people. And so the question is, what types of disease, diseases are detrimental to society? Um, when it comes to uh, venereal diseases, they can ask somebody to quarantine, and I would assume that was probably true in the 1920s when we think about um, the way they dealt with even poverty or crime and were sterilizing people, um, that quarantining some, somebody for a sexually transmitted disease would have been probably easier than, than it probably is today.
0: Some of the measures that the government took, including Chapter 205, known as the Kansas State Quarantine Law. From 1917 to 1942, over 5,000 women were jailed in Lansing, Kansas, at the Kansas State Industrial Farm for violating Chapter 205. 5,000 women and zero men.
1: If a woman had a venereal disease uh, with the way that women were being treated for just, you know, the right to vote and the way uh, that women were viewed in general. um, And so unlike a man who would have uh, it, was, uh, it probably would looked like, oh, this poor uh, gentleman got a disease. A woman, she would have been seen as uh, doing something wrong. And um, it probably just matched the way the gender uh,
0: differences were seen during the 20s. The enforcement of Chapter 205 encouraged these ideas, and the farm was filled with women who were considered promiscuous or morally weak. But in reality, women ended up there for all kinds of different reasons in all kinds of different ways. Some were picked up off the streets by police. And a lot of the time, officials would test women for venereal diseases when they were arrested for other reasons. And if they tested positive, they would be shipped off to the farm, away from the rest of the world, to serve sentences anywhere from 90 days to three years. Others were turned in by their boyfriends or husbands, after an argument out of revenge. But almost 20% of the women turned themselves in. These were the poorest women, who couldn't afford to get medical attention from a private doctor. Their only chance for care came from the farm.
1: Quarantine some, somebody for a sexually transmitted disease would have been probably easier than, than it probably is today. Um, and that might have been if, uh, if the person was found to have a sexually transmitted disease, they would quarantine them, and especially uh, maybe certain per- populations of people that it would be more acceptable. Somebody who is wealthy is not gonna be under the same um, you know, stipulations as somebody uh, who's not wealthy in the 1920s.
0: The number of detainees decreased steadily in the 1940s and the farm was shut down altogether in the 1990s. But for the 5,000 women who were detained under Chapter 205, life was never the same. Chapter 205 was just one example of a long line of quarantine laws and regulations, designed with good intentions, but enforced with discrimination. Some of these laws aren't so old, and some even continue into recent years. We
1: have that similar type of issue that was going on in the 80s when HIV and AIDS came out um, and it was uh, not just a few people but, you know, a portion of the population. Um, the, the United States government responded and they put a travel ban actually on people coming to the United States uh, that had HIV and AIDS. And that ban was actually not lifted
0: until Obama. Information for this podcast was provided by the University of Kansas and Lansing Historical Museum. More information about Chapter 205 and the Kansas Industrial Farm is at news.ku.edu. For 91.3 WHJE, this has been Umicotra Lakota. For more stories like this, visit WHJE.com and search for In the Books a podcast about medical history.